guys. Good evening. This is Real Talk with Angela Bless. I pray that everyone's day has been wonderful, amazing, and magnificent. My birthday was yesterday. I am 20 years old. I'm claiming that, and I'm sticking to that. <laughs> so, guys, um, just a few announcements. You guys can also follow me on Instagram at Angie7102. Um, the podcast will be heard on Anchor and alone on Virtuous Radio um, on two, on this Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. Actually, right now. You can hear me right now. I'm talking right now. Duh. So, guys, we're gonna. Um, the topic today is, am I my brother's keeper? And I want to go over. It's about black on black balance. Um, this is no way to uh, put anyone down or anything. And what made me talk about this topic because not just because of the murders that's going on in in the hands of um, same race, our same race, our, our brothers, our sister, but because over last week we had over um 15 to 16 shootings um and we lost a lot of people along the way so i i got so it touched me deeply and i i began to cry and so i kept saying we were talking about um police brutality right we're talking about we want justice right but what what's going on with the family members that their son is killed and everyone know know who shot him or killed him but no one wants wants to tell them what happens to that that woman who boyfriend beat her up and put her in the car and everybody knows it but won't say anything so i i just want to dove dig in and just dive into um this topic i might do it with other people later down the line but guys i can only tell you about my experience and what i have learned in the streets um because i was i was i wasn't born in the streets i was semi-raised in the streets so i know a lot of the ins and outs about the streets i'm also book smart too so i know a lot about the law and everything else but my main um goal is to deal with the rooted issues around why 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 people do what they do and so we're going to stick on this topic um right here and so my original topic was on uh, abel and cain mentality and why the cain and abel mentality uh black on black uh crime i put crime but i i decided to say violence because violence is so much um sounds so less or something like that so i'm going to read you a a quote from uh, Martin Luther King. He said, "Our lives begin to end the day we become silent about things that matter." So, in my life alone, walking through the journey of my life, um, a lot of you know, um, I was abandoned. I was I was abandoned. I was abandoned. My mom was in the home, but I still was abandoned. My dad walked away when I was two years old. Um, so I, that lay, that led me into being into the hands of, of um, a lot of male um, family members, which led into me being molested not one or two times uh, numerous times um follow down the line because i don't want to give out too much information um i have my book is coming out i keep saying that but it's definitely in the edit process um it's going back and forth so i would not question god is why is my book taking so long but when you read my book it's going to bless a lot of you guys it's going to tell you my story and i just thank god i don't look like what i've been through so fast forward so it led me into um um rejection abandonment false guilt it it led me into a lot of doors that opened up towards me thinking that you know uh not love being love at home i didn't have no love we didn't um we didn't we didn't um we didn't do all that touching and i love you and stuff like that i you know it took me a while to get around to where i'm at now because i didn't i didn't like that touching and hugging what are you trying to do that feel funny you know and stuff like that but falling down the line you know 
I started hanging in the streets. I started to sell drugs. Yes, sir. I was one of the one of the biggest um one of the biggest dope dealer um in one of our blocks. Me and, and another young lady. But I you know I paid my dues to society. I did get caught. And but I'm gonna talk to you about why I did run to the streets. And mainly I ran and I I kind of like attached myself to guys because I didn't have that father figure and because how my mom treated me I didn't want anything for any female I didn't want to be around no female even though I had friends female as friends and it was only very select that could that came into my circle but you know down the line I can honestly say some of the females that I did have as friends they have been some amazing women and some of them have been amazing but we we we, um our our journey has ended and um either you know because God says so because it was meant to let me say that because the season is up so I put um jealousy and envy why do people rob why why do people rob and um, as I was reading the Bible, and I, I and I kept reading and was saying that how um, you know came, I mean, God received Abel's um, sacrifice. And I want to say sacrifice. He received his 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 blessing, and then received Cain's blessing, and it never told us why he did not. So that led to Cain to get mad, feel rejected, and he began to feel um, jealousy. He what well, it said Cain was rejected by God, and still, but God still loved him. Being rejected by someone you love hurts. It drives you to want to fit. It drives you to want to fit in, does it? So you try to find these puzzles. You have you're just like a broken puzzle, and you're looking for the pieces to to make the puzzle whole. And so you go out and you um you go out and try to find somebody to complete you or something to complete you, and that's not the case because you're dealing with an inner inner man moving along, but it hurts. It hurts when someone don't want you around or someone doesn't want to date you. I mean, you just got to swallow that part up because, you know, it could not be necessary. Something's wrong with you. It's just it's probably the wrong timing. It's probably you're probably not what that person is looking for. And so what drives us to want other people's attention because we're not getting it at home. So as a child growing up, if you're not getting you don't have that father figure at home. If your mom's on drugs or she's drinking and she has other kind of mans in and out of the house, it drives you into the streets and not. Nine times out of ten, it drives you into the wrong hands, the wrong people, because you're trying to fit around people. And the one thing about me, what I why I ran to the streets and why I launched, closed myself, um, I decided to attach myself to men. Before one, my father was gone, and two, I needed that protection because when all that stuff was happening to me, I wasn't being protected. I felt like that I had a bullseye on my head, and that's what was supposed to happen to me. You know, I said I didn't know till years and years down the line that it wasn't my fault, and that is not what's supposed to happen to little children. Children are supposed to grow up. Children are supposed to play with toys, be children until they get to a certain age, and then they merge up to be whoever, and then so forth. I didn't have that luxury of being a child. I didn't have the luxury of, um, you know, um, being a happy child. You understand what I'm saying? Because I was made an adult. I would I was made a woman at a very young age at the age of four you know what I'm saying because I was you know he pinned, I was been I was being molested so let's keep on so you know being uh jealousy and being and rejection leads you to want to fit in when one must believe that one's love has been stolen by someone else then revenge sets in you know and then it goes back to when someone's taking somebody else's they feel okay the relationship is broken off right and you feel like 
in your mind it's not over with she's gonna or he or she's gonna come back to me and then and sometimes it's not the case and then that person um goes off with that other person and in your mind you start to set in you start to get angry and you start to you start to think about it then you start to get and then all kinds of stuff set in, and then all of a sudden before you know you don't kill somebody so let's get to the the nitty-gritty to the butt of it a lot of times People kill because of jealousy. People kill because of turf. People kills because someone comes back and give them the wrong information. A lot of time people kill because there's a lot of pent up rage inside of them and they don't know how to let it out. Every person needs a positive outlet to release anger. That's when mental illness come in that's when anxiety attacks come in that's when frustration comes in that's when stress comes in when you have all that pent up issues inside of you since you've been four years old and you're like 21 19 21 30 and you got all this stuff inside of you you're literally about to erupt like a volcano at sometimes at one point in time man i can remember black listen to me guys listen i used to carry guns i used to play i used to have the guns on me anybody made me mad alcohol and guns do not mix and if you made me mad i would just shoot at you point blank period i was maybe 15 years old with a gun and drink i was drinking at a young age you know why i was drinking because i was trying to cover up my issues and you know why a lot of these youth or these younger guys are out here on these streets trying to uh, get a name for themselves trying to make themselves look all big and all inside they are broken they're hurt some of them being molested some of those guys have been molested. Some of them guys have been, re- a lot of them guys have been rejected. People didn't accept them. So they figure out if I hang with this person, I will become somebody. If I do this, I will become somebody until it get real. It gets real when those, those metal doors close behind you, like you a locked up animal in a cage. That's when reality sets in and you realize, man, what did I do wrong? What did I do wrong? So back, um, going back, yes, 14, 15 years old, I started drinking because I was trying to cover the hurts, the wounds. I was trying to temporary, temporary fix, temporary fix the issues that was going on with me. No one told me what I should have done. No, because I, I didn't really tell anybody what was going on. I think a lot of people sense it, but no one really wanted to deal with it, even in school. So now you guys have the luxury of somebody talking to you somebody mentoring you somebody trying to lead you down the right path also it's a lot of hurting families out here that their kids been um victim of violence it's a lot of children have taken their own life because they couldn't deal with the 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 mentality or the things that went on within their self and and these youth are hurting and they're hurting and the things that they're doing is not right it's not right and some of them just do stuff just to do it to prove a point or they want somebody to be scared of them i'm going to tell you just like this and like i tell everybody else the street does not care about anybody all the street needs is innocent blood to be fed and it needs your 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 youth soul and that's what it stands for that's what it wants it wants nothing to do with your lively body it just wants to take you and suck the living daylights out of you you know what I'm saying? And I don't know where we get the concept at that if you tell on somebody, if you tell on somebody that got shot or somebody killed somebody or somebody raped somebody that you become a snitch. No, when I'm growing up, it's like me and you going to do a crime together, right? And I'm driving down the street and both of us did the crime. We get caught and you turn state on me. You know what I'm saying? Now that's snitching because both of us did the crime and you telling on me. 
and I get time and you get off, that, that's what the snitching. But these people need closure. These family need closure. What's going on with their children? These people need closure of who did it. And I understand some of you guys are harboring um, fugitives. You guys know who did this stuff and won't say anything about it. That same type of seed that you plant is going to be the same seed that you're going to reap. And you're going to have to eat that fruit of it. It may not come back right now, but sometime down the line, it's going to come back. Trust me, man, I have so many things come back to me that I have done and it come back instantly. You know what I'm saying? And that's why you got to be so more careful that you, you be quick, quick to think and slow to speak. And we go, I was trying to find examples for you guys, um, uh, about black on black violence, you know, um, uh, cause I kind of like was thinking, you know, I was supposed to have guests on and I'm like, what can I say? Like, what do I need to say? Like, what is it to say? Because everyone focuses on police brutality. I'm not saying police brutality is not wrong. We actually have to deal with the issues that's going on in our own backyard. We actually got to stop sweeping things under the rug. We got to deal with deal with this molestation that's going on with our uncles and aunties for years and years. And that we just pass it on. Oh, he's just doing that. That's okay. Or we turn a, a blind eye of that. That's not okay. Because you leaving um, damaged generation. Generations of damaged children, damaged youth that that's having that's having that's going to have damaged um, children. We need need to deal with the issues of everything, and we need to get healing and deliverance so that we are breaking generation curse curses from down the line. Okay, you still why do you still because you don't have it because you jealous because of envy, envious. Why do you kill? at that moment you was enraged you 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 got mad i don't know why some people kill some people kill because of jealousy anger rage and everything builds up you know what i'm saying and then a lot of people kill because people pump their head up and then you got a choice either you do or you walk away you know but it's very sad because like i said before over uh, the last week over 14 people have been shot and I believe maybe six or seven people were killed within those 14 people uh and it's more that they're not even telling us about you know and it was time for us to come together as community and start healing start addressing this and starting to pull together to find um the the right way to um give um the right tools to help the youth I went out um, to go try to talk to a few of them. A lot of them didn't want to be on camera because I was going to use some uh, some audio from them and they don't want to talk to But a lot of them did talk to me and I respect the off the camera. And they were saying that because, you know, it's something definitely needs to be done and they're scared to talk. They were saying, you know, it's, it's getting worse. It's not getting any better. They're saying, what's the use of us doing something right when the older people are doing what they're doing? And they're trying to tell them not to do it, but they see them doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's a difference when you've been through down that path and you stop and you stop um, and you stop doing what you used to do. And you're trying to, you're trying to talk to him or her so that they don't go down the wrong, right, the wrong path and made the wrong decision because it might not be, um, God might not be leaning on them as he was with us. You know, he may not be. And so it goes on and like, so I wrote a little thing that I said, envy knows nothing about love. It says, it says jealousy expressed disappointment at what was incorrectly understood. Envy knows nothing about love. Like when your mom and dad um, chastise you, once you grow up, 
you realize what they were doing was right as a child as as a uh as a young child and we call that arrested development you're not thinking that way yet you only seeing that they're trying to stop your growth or what my son used to say you don't you're trying to stop me from having fun you don't want me to go nowhere it's not that i don't want you going anywhere i want you to choose it and be cautious of where you're going and what you're doing in life because everybody is not your friend everybody do, do not want to see you do good you understand what I'm saying? No, I didn't want to do. And I always tell my kids, and this is what you need to tell your kids: you stop holding people book bags. And this is a true story. My son, my son was in the school and um in the high school, and um I told him this. I told him that a week ago. My son is uh he's older now. When he's go to high school, and I said, do not hold anyone's book bag. I said, because they can put stuff in there and you get in trouble for it. I said, you get caught with a weapon in school. They don't want to hear whose book bag in it. You had possession of that book bag at that time. So you're going to get in charge for it. I kid you not. The next week, I tell you what, the boy, he, I didn't know any of this was happening. He comes to school. My son comes to um, talk to me. He said, mom, guess what happened? He said, I, for some reason, son told me to give this boy back his book bag because he was trying to get me to hold his book bag. And he said, when the police came in, um, they came to me, they searched my book bag, asked me what I had in my book bag. He said, I got a Bible and some candy and some clothes. That's it. And they lie, how you smart, but, but when they looked in there, he really had a Bible and some stuff. So kind of find out the boy, um, they went to search the other boy, book bag. the boy had the gun in the book, in the book bag and he was escorted out of school. And I don't know what happened to him after that, but you gotta be, um, uh, you gotta talk to your children like that. You have to uh, let them know that, you know, uh, you know, be careful of who you hang around and what you carry and what you hold for other people. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, and now again, everybody is not their friend. Everybody do not want to see um, the best, best thing to happen to them. So in a few minutes, I'm going to, um, I'm going to give you guys um, some tools of how to, um, I don't want to say cope with it, like some tools for you to tell your children or talk to them not to go down the wrong path. Um, I definitely want to put together um, a conference of some sort and, and, and speak to the youth and let them know about what I went through and how I'm able to get through some of the stuff. It's some stuff I still deal with, you know, from a time to time, basically. But through God, through the glory of God, he's getting me through a lot of stuff. And um, I put... Uh, and the story do, do tell us not to pay evil for evil because the, God did tell us vengeance is his and he will repay, says the Lord. And so um, it's going to come a time that you're going to find yourself in situations as these. What do you do? What do you say if someone has a gun pointed to you? What will you do? I know a lot of people say they will run. True enough, a lot of people can run, will run, but some people will freeze up and not run anywhere. It has happened. It has happened to me several times. Um, they probably say, dang, where were you at for that? It happened to you several times, <laughs> but you know, and, and, and get to the point, but, um, reason why, um, I chose, am I my brother's keeper? You are your brother's keeper. You're supposed to look out for your brother. You're not supposed to allow your brother to take advantage of you. You're not supposed to allow your brother to use you and abuse you. You're supposed to watch out for your brother. You're supposed to give them sound advice. You're supposed to talk to them. If they don't want to listen, that's on them. All the thing you could do is give them your opinion, your advice, and shake and shake the dust off your feet and keep it moving from that day forward. You you can't you can't we can't save people. It's not our job to save people. We can only do certain things in life. 
you know that god has orchestrators go so going by uh, jealousy and envy calls people to do things um people not having certain things people begin to be envious of them oh he's driving with 22s or she got louis vuitton on and blah 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 you don't know what it took for them to get that you don't know if they work hard to get that and if they did work hard for, for them to get that what gives you the right to go and rob them and kill them and take their stuff because you wanted it what gives you that right greed what gives you the right murder what gives you the right stealing killing what gives you that right we got it we we have to pull together as a community if not we're gonna lose these youth we're gonna lose them they're not respecting authority no more because you guys are out there trying to be their friends you're smoking with them you're drinking with them and most of you guys you know what I'm saying if i catch you you're going to prison and most of you guys are trying to pretend to be their friend and you definitely you're grooming them to 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 do you know stuff you ain't got to miss doing with no damn youth you know what i'm saying excuse my language you know and uh, i'm supposed to start saying you know so many times but i'm saying you know you know you know you know you know um so basically um what i wrote so i say jealousy envy cain was rejected by god and still love and but god still loved him we know we didn't know why cain did god didn't take cain's um bless his sacrifice being rejected by someone you love hurts drives you to want to fit in when one must believe that one's love has been stolen by somebody else then revenge and angry envy it uh, takes root sometimes i can't even read my own handwriting jealousy expressed disappointment at what was incorrectly understood even envy knows nothing about love and that's the thing envy hate anger rage knows nothing about love at all at all and again we're dealing with um hurt um generation of kids that's been through a lot we're dealing with a lot of generation kids that the parents choose not to be parents not all of them some of them but they choose to be their children's friend we're we're, we're um dealing with um a generation that um now the parents used to hide a lot of stuff they don't do it anymore they, they do it right in front of their face we're dealing with a generation of kids that have everything they need in the palm of their hands meaning they can look up uh, pornography they can look up anything on those phones and 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 peer pressure is at an all-time high you know half of the stuff reality tv you see on reality tv is not true half of that stuff is fake it's not real and a lot of them don't understand that and so uh to cut down on um violence between um our community we just first we have to get involved with something if we have any um hidden agenda we have any unsorrow um issues with ourselves we need to deal with ourselves first and seek healing and deliverance for what we've been through in our past secondly we need to uh settle arguments with words not not fists or weapons um don't stand around for from an audience if you see an audience um a lot of people gaining up together and you see a fight you gotta you gotta walk away because a lot of people that were killed one girl at st pete over this weekend was killed because she was an innocent bystander they ran to the fight you know um learn safe routes um if you're walking to school if you're walking period if you have animosity with anyone choose another route you know i know sometimes you can be humble and stuff but people keep pushing your button to the point that sometimes you you have no you have no choice but to defend yourself sometimes because if someone you're not going to stand up there and let somebody just punch the hell out you or, or beat you or just you know do anything to you 
but you can try to avoid you can try and I say try you know avoid it and and take alternate route routes you can um it say you can report crimes and action to police they have a toll-free number where you can call you don't have to actually talk to them in person i mean if you know something about anyone because people they're, they're they're hurting inside it's eating them up it's, it's causing them not to sleep it's causing them not to look after their other children because they're trying to find the reason who killed their children or who did this to their child or children if you know anything just reach out to someone you don't have to show your face i'm not you know i'm not telling you you don't have to show, right is right wrong is wrong you know, and then if you don't know anybody, don't open the door. You know, a lot of people do come by to a person's house and you invite them in and then boom, that's the issue right there. Um, another thing, uh, we need more positive role models, um, mentor role models. We need more people that can do, uh, that can talk to the youth that can, um, you know, that can, can be there. You know, that we, it's a lot of them that wear their hearts on their sleeve and there's a lot of them that, that gets taken advantage of. And I understand that, but we, we also need to pray and ask God, what is our limit? What do you want us to do? Cause God never called us to save the world world. He already saved the world. He only called us to be used by his good that people can see the light that God's light through us. So we bring them closer to, we bring them to Christ, you know, and we're going to, we're going to use our testimony to save a lot of people. What we've been through, not no watered down testimony, the real stuff. Um, don't use alcohol and drugs and stay away from the places and people associated with it. And that's another thing. Alcohol does, um, contribute to a lot of violence too and drugs too because like I said when I was young alcohol and gun does not mix I was shooting guns in the air at people radio because dude was bothering me I could have very well killed him and just been getting out of prison right about now I didn't know no better I didn't know any better because I had all that pent up rage and anger inside of me guys if y'all would have met the 14 15 year old me you would thought I was just a damn hell raising a, a spit demonic force from out of hell because you know I was just I was a handful I was a handful and this little girl that little girl that was inside of me all she needed was somebody to love her the right way back then you know now I know what love is and I love you dearly oh I love you (laughs) I love you if someone tries to abuse you say no get away tell a trusted adult remember it's not the victim's fault remember it's not the victim's fault if you're in any type of violence and that's include domestic violence or you know saying it could be anything someone's you know trying to hurt you or rape you or anything you know it's not your fault it's not your fault even if somebody rob you seriously and you guys also need to stick around friends that um do not like being around violence do not like to be around a lot of the stuff and my mama always told me a bullet knows no one's name so if you're just standing around while people fighting and arguing and stuff like that you can very very long be um an instant bystander because the bullet knows nobody's name at all not at all you know and to get together get with somebody to, to, to start a peaceful uh a rally or start a uh, a conference or you know to, uh, to reach out and talk to these youth um even if you have a platform if you don't have a platform and your your heart is towards the youth get with somebody that you can go out and talk to the youth um and then help the younger ones we don't want the younger ones growing up being just like how you are or how the other person is or how we are 
we are here to make an impact in in this in in this life in this path that we are on we're here to 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 break generation curses we're here to um, not I want to say say we're here to let you know that you can make it you will be somebody regardless of what somebody say where what regardless of what your teachers say regardless of what anyone say do not fall victim of prayer pressure do not fall victim of you being a follower and not a leader um and i tell you guys over and over again um it was this 14 year old boy that i went to juvenile detention center i can't get by his name because of his age and we was up there giving our testimony him and another guy was just laughing blah 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 and then when i got up there and told him all that i went through and if you can see the the the, the their faces their faces and it's something that God does when I tell them about what I went through that I know that something like that happened to them or even something they similar to what I went through is going on with them and after we got finished talking he came up to us and he was crying that same little boy that was doing all that laughing making jokes he said pray for me and I think I said this on my um on my other podcast he said um pray for me and um I did something. He said, I was with my friend in the alley and we robbed this man and we shot him. He said, if I can turn back the times, I will. I, he said, I regret. And he began to cry. And, and I tell you, tell you, because we in the Juno Detention Center, I wanted to cry, but I couldn't cry because I didn't want him to see me crying. And so, um, and so we just, um, I just stood there. I didn't say anything. And then I, I prayed for him and I gave him a hug. And then the other guy said something to him. So this was some. Um, this was a couple of years ago. I don't know what actually happened to him, um, but he was 14. Can you imagine 14 years old? Your baby 14 years old, and your baby's in in the juvenile jail, and he may may as well be shipped to the penitentiary to with the older guys. How sad can that be when he turns 18? He's just a baby, and those are pedophiles in that prison too. A lot of them. They don't care. They don't care neither. They don't care. Some of them in there for life. If you make that decision to pull that trigger, you're going to be in there for life. You're going to be buddy-buddy with somebody, booty partner with somebody in there. I'm sorry to say that. But if you make that decision to pull that 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 trigger, you're not only in your life, your freedom, you're in the people that's going through it that have to see their child or, or, or loved ones in a casket. It's not worth it, guys. I know what a lot of you going through. You guys need help. You need somebody to talk to. You need a positive outlet to release that anger with you. You need to find a way to release it. If not, you're gonna. You're, I'm telling you again, you're gonna bring children into this world. And they're gonna be twice as worse as you. Seek help. Seek help from to the right person. You know what I'm saying? And people tend to take advantage of vulnerable people. You know, and it's sad, but I re- I rebuke that right now that you will seek the right help when it comes along. And the causes of um, some youth violence is domestic violence on child abuse. And I said that, right? Insufficient and parental su- supervision. I said that drug and alcohol abuse, trauma, events, and mental illness. All that play a part of youth violence. Not only youth violence, like um, all violence. Not just black violence, all type of violence. It's something that person went through down the line mentally, physically that's rooted deep in them that they didn't get healed or they didn't talk about and so they become uh you ever saw those series when uh, a serial killer become a serial killer something happened to him and then he started killing animals and and so forth and he was crying on the inside he didn't get help uh and and that's what they're doing they're crying on the inside they're crying on the inside thinking that you can hear them but it's only certain people know the distinct the distinct the distinct i can't even pronounce it know that very sound 
that a person is hurting the inside. You can literally, when you walk past them, you can hear it. I'm going real deep now. I'm going like really deep. You can feel it. You can feel their vibration. You can feel, you can feel it. And so once you attach yourself to them, not attach yourself. Once you find out what's going on, you begin to minister to them. You begin to pray to them. And you begin to love on them. And then the chains and the, and the chains begin to break. And then not only are they free, they still got to continue to uh, get prayer and get get healing. If you have to talk to a counselor, you know, it don't have to be nobody in church. Go talk to a counselor. Go talk to a psychiatrist if you have to talk to somebody. But guys, we have to break these these curses. We have to break these curses. We have to be parents and not our children's friends. And anyone that's going through any issues that may be alcohol, get your parents some help. It's help out there. It's help out there. And I'm going to tell these youth right now, do not feel guilty about going off to college and living your life and becoming somebody so that you can come back and help your, your sisters or brothers. So that you come back and help your mom. That you can set, set boundaries on who else you help. That they don't cross the line. you know. So some people are going to get mad at you. But hey, who cares? You still got to do, what, do what's... Do, you still have to do what's right in your power. To make your life more easy and better. And it, and it hurts me because... Those very same things I was saying. I know because it played a, a part of me as a child. You know, into my adulthood, a lot of stuff has not been removed, but a lot, oh my God, a lot of stuff has been like just uprooted, digging the roots and pulling the plant all the way up, just removing bad issues and everything. And then you got to remember too, media media plays a, a big part. Media influence plays plays a big part into um, the violence that's going on. The media is the devil's playground. I don't care. You have to do your research because a lot of the stuff they be lying. They can mimic your voice. They can put your. There's a lot of stuff they can do. So, but media plays a big part of that. Sometimes you have to take a mental break away from social media with all that stuff that's going on. You have your communities in the na- community and neighborhoods that you really need to stay away from, especially those that has the high tolerance of violence in it. You know, we need to come back. We need to come back together and have um, the night. What they call them? People used to walk down the street at night. Crime watchers and all of that. Those people have actually drifted away because a lot of the older people that was there, they were the ones that used to do that stuff. You know, domestic violence and child abuse plays a lot of parts in um, a lot of violence within our community. And not just our community. It's a worldwide, worldwide, um, worldwide. This thing is, it goes all around the world. And I just typically wanted to hit on that, you know, the black on black violence myself. But it's actually, it's, a, it's bigger than what we think, you know. And, um, you know, children who live in violence in the home learn by example and, and can become violent people too. And as, as they grow up, they become, they become the ones that's, that, that's committing crime and beating up on people and so forth. Because they, they see what, you know, children see what we do. They always hear what we say. They see what we do. Uh, insufficient parent, uh, parental supervision. Sometimes the parents not home. The parents always at work. Sometimes the parents never home. You know, peer pressure. You have peer pressure. You know, peer pressure plays a lot, a lot, a lot into what's going on within our community. Also, you know, drug and alcohol use. We we seen, um, especially during this COVID nineteen, we have seen a tremendous rise on um, drug use, um, alcohol, and all the above. You know, I. You asked me, I believe this was set up for this 
anyway, they want to make a whole bunch of alcoholics and drug, drug, um, coke heads and all of that. But, you know, alcohol and drug use has been alone associated with the risks of youth, youth violence. Both alcohol and drugs can also increase aggressive and reduce fear, which increase the likelihood of youth violence. And again, when I was drinking and had that gun, I had no fear. I thought I was in mortar, guys. I thought you could do nothing to me. You know, I, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh, what that came from? But I thought you couldn't do nothing to me at all i thought i was immortal you know i thought i was he meant she was something like that traumatic events that also plays uh a big thing dealing with traumatic events also can cause violent behavior in teens for instance teens who lose a friend in a car accident that they also were involved in often get angry at the fact that they were the ones that live because the anger is no more a stage of grief a violent outburst from these teens may seem justified but while anger is normally emotion is not normally to be violent towards another person when violence occurs it should always be addressed and that's another thing when someone dies in the family they some people want to see retaliation or some uh, uh some people want should uh will say it should have been me you know but we need to address this thing why it's why it's being birthed why that seed is being trying to be developed in the ground you know it's not okay to go after somebody hit somebody it's not okay you know I went through it with my son because um again in me being a domestic violent relationship my older son that's in school now not olders but the 17 year old um he started showing um signs of anger and rage and start doing stuff you know um it was it was a few times that we I'm, I'm being honest we got in a fight you know and I kind of like okay I know where to hit you at I don't want to put my hands on you but it got to the point that I literally had to to discipline him, if you know what I mean. He ran up on top of the couch like a little cat. But anyways, I had to address that demon that was inside of him because what he saw my ex do to me, he began to take on. He began to take on those same, um, those same, um, same same characteristic as that person you know what i'm saying mental illness plays a lot of parts of it too and nowadays um medicaid has taken away because of different people in offices i don't want to get into politics but a lot of people you know being in the army you can cause you you know uh is it psd i believe it's uh trauma yeah psd or something like that or even a child when you have an impact when you've been molested you know a lot of times i used to have um impacts i used to see things um i used to relive it over and over again before i start talking about it and start getting healed and it created um a, a relationship it created me to be angry with people and things in my life it created me to push a lot of good people away because at the time i was not delivering i was not healing i was not ready to accept the love that they had for me or whatever they had for me i thought everybody was against me so i became this anger rage person that i would throw stuff i would black out listen guys if you come to the part of black and i then you have reached another dimension that you are no longer human and i'm not it's funny but it's not funny seriously because you ever hear people say i blacked out when i killed him or her i blacked out when i shot him and her but i came back i don't even remember doing it they're telling you the truth that is nothing but the truth at all so at an age if you see that you clip it in the nip it in the bud right away or you address it you have to address it you don't pass along that's just him no that's not just him he needs to talk about that he needs to address that that needs to be addressed as soon as possible it has to be and so you know what i'm saying um no you don't know what i'm saying because i tell people stop saying you know what i'm saying all the time but it is critical that we um get our youth help it's critical that we start our outreaches and um we start doing um 
doing something for our youth that's positive. It's time for we to address a lot of the issues. It's time for a lot of these men um, to actually speak the truth. What happened to them during their childhood. What they went through and how they was able to overcome it. It's time out for us to stop. We cannot live in a closet no longer. We cannot. We got to open that closet and let them skeletons out. And those are not actually skeletons. Those are our testimony. And just as long as we overcame it. As long as we didn't become a victim to what happened to us. But we overcame it. And we became victorious. And we can help somebody else get out of it. It's time for us to speak on what happened to us. And not be ashamed of what went on with us down along the path. You understand? Yeah, you understand what I'm saying. Because I'm going to be saying that you understand what I'm saying. But guys, um, I was supposed to have somebody um, here with me. I cover a few things. I definitely want to hit on this topic again. But I want to get um, different ethnic backgrounds um, input into this. Um, we definitely need to address um, not only we have police brutality, but we de- definitely need to address all the violence that's going around, domestic violence, um, um, uh, molestation, uh, human trafficking. It's a lot of things that we need to address. We don't need to just focus on one thing, but it's other things that's in the in the pot that's brewing, that's stirring, that the enemy is trying to get us to focus on one thing, which is police brutality. Those people that lost their lives through police brutality, I am sorry. I, I'm not saying that's, you know, I'm not saying that is bad and I'm sorry. My my passion, my fight is to deal with the root of a youth or, or a person that's going through stuff so they don't carry that stuff on until they adult, I mean, until they get so old. Until you see some man that's alone and they just bitter and mad and they keep talking, I don't care if I'm alone until they get alone and be like, damn, I wish I had somebody like that because you held on to that bitterness for so long that it made you like a rotten lemon you starting to look like a lemon too you know but guys listen women ladies gentlemen i hope that i kind of addressed some of the issue because i didn't really jot down anything i just was like going off experience and what i have seen in the scene in the streets and what i went through you know as a youth um, it's good to have journals too. That's another positive outlet. And a lot of the things, a lot of the guys get, um, a lot of the people get through another positive outlet is they write music and they sing or they play instrument. That's another positive outlet. Running, exercising. You have to find a positive outlet to release and remove. But most important thing is to talk about it. To free up space in your mind and your soul and your heart and talk about it and be honest about it and, and talk to somebody that you can trust. Not nobody's gonna tell everybody what's going on, what's happening. Get some get around the right people. I pray that God will bring the right people in your path that will 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 lead you to where you need to be at, will lead you to the water that you will drink it, and it will be good to you. It will not be bitter. You know, I care what happened to our community, I care about what happened to happened to our youth. And I care about what happened to our homes and our, our, our states and our world. I really do, you know, because I've been through a lot and I know, you know, how it feels to uh, lose somebody. I know how it feels to, you know, to a lot of stuff, trying to hide stuff, wanting somebody to love me, trying to fit in, you know, and fit in with the wrong people. I know how I feel when pressure come on, they try to pressure you to do stuff. You know, I, I've been through all of that. I, I, someone bullied me and I be I, I became a bully. Um, you know, I was molested, but I didn't touch, I didn't molest anyone. I just, it took me a while to uh, talk to anyone so that we could address it and, and seek help. You know, my heart is healed now. My heart is whole. My heart is good. You know, at times that um, 
the enemy tries to bother me in my mental state. But I thank God that he just comes and just cover me along the way. But guys, I love you. I hope this message find, find you very well. And guys, this is the longest I ever talked without a commercial break. You hear my, 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 my throat is like really dry. But guys, I just wanted to get that out there. And I just, you know, I, and I, I truly care about you guys. Um, we definitely going to hit on this topic again. And um, I wish you guys, I pray for the best in this nation, in this world. I just pray that um, the sickness and disease will be removed vanish and don't come back and and just you know so forth so guys catch me on instagram at angie 7102 you go to my instagram i have an email above that you click that email and it, it takes you to all everything that's going on on my um and within me and my and my company and virtuous radio also you can follow me angel bless on um facebook real talk and we are also on um, Virtuous Radio is also on Live 365 platform, which we are a licensed uh, radio station. So you guys playing your music, you are cover. We answer to everybody. Live 365 answer to everybody. Um, they're licensed and everything. So guys, I love you. Be blessed. Stay tuned for my next topic. Who knows what's that going to be? But it's going to be on Tuesday. So guys, this is Angela Bless, and I approve this message. Bye. Love you.